You're listening to Talk Drive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas the Third. We're them damn Indians. Uh, so it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day to be Indian. I always, I always, you know, wake up every day thankful to be Indian. So there's oh, that. Yeah. And of course, I'm on this side of the daisies today too. So there's also that. So hey, every every day above dirt. Day. Every day above dirt is a good day. That's right. Even if some people act like choose to act like assholes. Still a good day. Hey. Still a good day. Oh yeah. There's a lot worse places you could be right now. There are. There are way worse places and way worse weather. Like it's I, I don't really know what our Oklahoma weather's doing. Like I mean this is this is crazy Oklahoma weather even for Oklahomans. Even for people who are used to the swings and the switches. Like this is this is just ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, it doesn't want to make up its mind at all. Like everybody already planted stuff, and then now it's like, but wait, there's more. I know, right? And and you know, okay. So I'm a plant murderer. We've established this, and I'm trying to grow some some plants. And this is not this is not boding well for me. Like, can I really be responsible for the murder of these plants? Yeah, it's not helping you out any. <laughs> like I'm having to lug them in. Like they're all inside right now <laughs> because it's cold outside. Like and and and. You know, because I'm a plant murderer, I'm erring on the side of caution and not putting them out when it's too cold. Yeah. Like now, if it's, I mean, it's 40 degrees. That's, that seems kind of iffy for plants. Yeah, know? I know. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, we, had to, we had to take some of our plants in inside and, you know what I mean? It's It's just, it's crazy. I didn't think it was going to uh, still be threatening to snow in April. I'll say it did snow in northern Oklahoma yesterday. It did yeah. snow. So, I mean, it's just, <coughs> this is just all nuts. And it's, I, I, I'm ready for summer. Like, I don't want to hear nobody complaining about summer ever again. Not ever. Never, ever, ever complain about summer. Because I'm ready for it. And, and are we even going to have a summer? Like, is it, I say that now, it'll probably be 140 degrees here well, this year. Well, yeah, what I'm thinking is it's just going to be, it's just going to be really terrible. It's going to be really hot. It's going to be like, like, um, I mean, I don't know. Are we going to have where it still feels like summer in, in like, November. <laughs> yeah, like way, way into yeah, like when it's damn Thanksgiving. Is it going to be a hundred degrees outside? Like that's what it feels like. We're just pushing everything further and further, like off track. It kind of feels like it, and so, uh, so I don't know. We're just uh, we're Okies, uh, and we talk about the weather, and that's what we. Do. So that's, what we're, that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Um, what what else? It's always a conversation. It's always a conversation starter in Oklahoma, though. It has How about to that be. weather? How about that weather, though? You know. <laughs> okay, so I went to the cut and corral for the, you know, to to get my do did today, and and I, of course I had to go there early at an ungodly hour because of how my schedule is. 
Um, so plus you're well, you're wanting to avoid everybody. I yeah, I really and and I I'm glad my stylist has appointments at like six thirty in the morning. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. It really is. If you want to get up that early to go get your due did, which some it's like I said with my schedule, that them's just the breaks for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> but but that's basically what everybody who came in the door. You know, I was I was there when the when the when the normal people the, the normal time the normal people start coming in, and everybody was like, "Oh, what about this weather? What do you think about this weather? You think this weather's gonna get any better?" Like that's the first words out of everybody's mouth. So I don't know if it's just like an oaky thing because we wake up thinking about weather. <laughs> yeah, well, you have to because it's like this is this is that time of year where you know. Back in the day, you'd go to school and you'd have to wear like a huge jacket and sweats, but you'd have to wear shorts and stuff underneath. So by the time the end of the day came, you had taken your jacket off and you took your sweats off and you're just wearing your shorts. Yeah. At the end of the school year, you're bringing home like five jackets and yeah. 12 pairs of pants. And Well, the schools always have to do that, too, because that's that's a big reason why kids forget their jackets at school, because by the time they leave, they don't need them. Like, there's always a, a, a cache of jackets that get left at school. And half the time, the parents are like, you know what? We don't even need it. They already grew out of it. And then they'll, they'll have them for kids next year that don't have jackets, you know? That's a really great <laughs> idea. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's like I said, it's just it's been nuts, and we're Okies, and we talk about the weather, and now we're <laughs> done with that. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> there's, your, there's your rundown there's your, of our Oklahoma weather. Oklahoma weather update. Yes, brought to you by us, brought to you by Indians. Who, <laughs> brought like, to you by a couple of damn Indians. Say, but trust us when we say we can absolutely not predict Oklahoma weather, and we're just along for the ride, just like everybody else. And I think oh, that's yeah. a more honest, truer statement than our weathermen give. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, our weathermen can't. I mean, our weathermen can't predict the weather. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's possible. I mean, that's the thing about it is Oklahoma weather is so fucked up. You can't predict. Like, that's why people who want to learn how to predict the weather come to Oklahoma to study. Because they're like, you know, if you can if you can succeed here, you're going to do great wherever else you want to go do, you know. Because, <laughs> like, Oklahoma, you just never know. I mean, we, we'll go straight from uh, – from a snowfall to a hundred degrees in two days and, and then have a tornado. One, one. Yeah. Yeah. And then a wildfire. Then a oh, wildfire yeah. after that because of all the drought. So yeah. Maybe some earthquake. You could have an earthquake too. We had an earthquake here two days ago. Like it was almost, it was like 3.9 on the Richter scale. And do you know how much news coverage we got over that? None. You know why? Because, uh, earthquakes like that are just so commonplace that we don't even we don't even talk about them anymore. Remember when earthquakes first started happening and they were all over the news and it was like, oh my god, we had an earthquake here and we had an earthquake there. Now it's just like, yeah, eh, earthquake. Weird. Well, and there's a lot of people that don't want to talk about the earthquakes because of the reason the earthquakes are happening. And it's because of the fracking, everyone. Yeah, it's the fracking, y'all. And and with that business going so far in the tanker, you know, it's uh, 
Yeah, that's just nobody nobody wants to talk about the earthquakes. You're you're absolutely right. But uh yeah, we got to got to talk about uh let's let's spend our last few minutes of this segment talking about Epic and Epic Charter Schools. Hmm. They're and back in the news again. Yeah, they're uh they're just about to get their contract terminated. I mean, they are, and then they aren't, and then they are, and then they aren't. And so, um, it's they're they're in the news right now because uh, the uh, Oklahoma Board of Education is uh, is trying to take away their funding, of course, because. Um, and this is, this is from the Tulsa world. The statewide virtual charter school board will not meet Friday, which, which this was last week. And it's pushed back to today. This is, this is all happening today, right? Um, in late October, the board heeded the recommendation of the Oklahoma Assistant Attorney General, Marie Schubel, and voted to begin proceedings to determine whether to end its sponsorship contract with EPIC, the operator of Oklahoma's largest online public school, EPIC One-on-One. The move was based on new investigative audit findings from the state that found EPIC's operators may have violated various state laws and their contract terms for fiscal management as well as for quote good cause the original dates set for january were pushed back to march 8th through 11th but thursday brought a new delay the statewide virtual school board canceled okay thanks mark zuckerberg (laughs) you can only read half of the article um canceled a Friday meeting at which it was set to hear Epic's motion to dismiss the early March termination proceedings altogether. Contacted by the Tulsa World. Okay, why are you doing this to me? Uh, (laughs) Jesus. Technology hates you. Mark Zuckerberg hates me. Uh, Contacted by the Tulsa World, Board President Robert Franklin explained that the process needed to be pushed back because of recent weather. Blah, blah. Ice and snow. The uh, SVCB, CSB, and Epic 101 have both agreed to delay the hearing for motion for summary judgment for approximately two weeks. The delay is not prejudicial to either party. Franklin said the two sides are still ironing out new dates for the statewide virtual school board to consider Epic's motion for dismissal and for the termination proceedings. The Oklahoma State Auditor and Inspector and inspectors October 1st report found oversight to be lacking on part of Epic's handpicked governing members selected by co-founders David Cheney and Ben Harris, quote, whose for-profit school management company contracts and performance should be overseen by an independent board, end quote. That's what the report says. The Oklahoma State Board of Education accredits all public schools in Oklahoma has already demanded back $11.2 million in taxpayer funds based on the state's investigative audit. Initial audit findings include chronically inaccurate cost accounting by Epic to state education officials that reportedly allowed school co-founders Harrison Cheney to boost their personal earnings by nearly $2 million through their for-profit charter school management company. That for-profit company, Epic Youth Services, was found to have improperly transferred $203,000 in Oklahoma taxpayer dollars from the Student Learning Fund account to help cover payroll shortages at Epic's California Charter School. The forensic audit also states that Epic has improperly commingled or mixed public dollars allocated for its two separate charter schools despite the terms of Epic's sponsorship contracts prohibiting commingling of funds or requiring separate accounts. 
Epic One-on-One was founded in 2010 and is currently authorized by the statewide Virtual Charter School Board. A few years ago, Epic added Epic Blended Learning Centers, a separate school model sponsored by Rose State College that offers students in Tulsa and Oklahoma counties a blend of at-home and in-classroom studies. I don't even know why Epic's still a thing here. And you know what's crazy is the the parents of Epic kids, they they swear by it. Like they'll fight you over Epic. Why? But like I don't know. I I I mean I guess because their kids are doing better there. And like they could be know, getting man. brainwashed. Well, to me, like a lot of a lot of them are these kids that are almost like antisocial. Like they have like they have problems in, you know, being around people. Like I don't know, like I don't know. I, I struggle with this because I feel like the 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 hardships that you go through in public school prepare you more for the real world. I'll agree with you on that. You know what I mean? And like, and like, you're not just going to be able to run away from whatever problems you have all your life. You're going to have to stand up to them. You're going to have to be able to, to deal with, you know, whether it's bullies or some kind of problems or whatever, you're going to have to figure out how to deal with it. And like a lot of those, I mean, I remember kids that were, you know, homeschooled whenever we were whenever we were young and those kids did not adjust well. And they don't, I mean, you, I mean, at USAO, you can go and you can really tell the kids that are homeschooled as opposed to the kids who went to public schools, as opposed to the kids who went to private schools, you can really, really, really tell as an adult and you can see how they, how they are or are not adjusting. And, I mean, and I how think they Epic, Epic probably prepares you to be a really good online college student, maybe. But I, I bet you are, you are right. Like going to public school, I mean, you don't have your parents there. No matter what, no matter what happens, like in the moment, you have to learn how to make those decisions right there in the moment and decide what you're going to do and how you're going to stand up for yourself. And so, yeah, I mean that that does prepare you for it. Now. I'm, I, I I don't have children, so it's a slippery slope to me to to take to say one way or another. Because I went to public schools all my life, you know, and so I, I don't know. I, I I can understand a parent's concern about the education that their kids are getting. I I get that, but at the same time, I what I don't like is segregating students. Uh, because, you know, some, some kids aren't going to be able to, to have access to those kinds of resources. And if you're giving public funds to private entities or to, to these charter schools, you're, you, that's, that's the reason why public school kids aren't, aren't getting the education that they need. That's why we can't pay our teachers what we need to pay them. It's because I mean, we're not it's, prioritizing it's class, them. It's classism, that's right? That's right. I mean, because in order to be able to put your kid on online school you have to be either working from home or a stay-at-home parent 
or whatever. And it still takes a lot of your time. You know, like you're, you've got to sit there with them and do a lot of that stuff. Most people just simply cannot afford that shit. It's just, that's, it's just that simple. Just, you can't afford it. Well, and, and you know, it's, it's crazy that, I mean, like I said, it, it feels, it feels like classism because there's only certain people that are even going to be able to put their kids in, in Epic or, you know, these charter schools that, yeah, it, 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 it is upsetting because our tribes put in so much money from our gaming revenue into the state's education, you know, their, their bottomless education pool money or whatever, where it just slips out the bottom. Um, but it's these schools where all the Indians go that are hurting the worst. And that's, that's not right. Cause most of these Indian kids are going to public school. And the only other way that I can think to combat this would be for the tribes to say, well, hell, we'll just start our own uh, tribal charter schools and start taking public funding, man. I mean, just pull all of our pull all of our Indian kids out of these schools. Well, bust and, them in, and not just that. That means pulling all the tribal resource money from the public schools too. Those tribal Jail resources, money. Uh, athlete money for for athletes. You tell mm-hmm. me what Anadarko Public Schools would be if the tribes around there started a charter school built and geared toward educating tribal children. In introducing culture to that and language and sports. Yep. If uh, Because if you take the Indian kids out of Anadarko, what sports teams do you have there? You what's don't. Your sports, what's your sports team going to be like? They ain't going to win. You're probably dropping a class or two. Might be playing eight-man football. <laughs> For real. Meanwhile, the tribal charter school would continue to be 3A, 2A at least, you know? Oh, yeah. So, it's just like I said, I, I really think it, it's, it's, it's a lot, just everybody is so short-sighted these days. You know, it's, we talk about this with the, with the municipalities and being, and the states being more cooperative with tribal governments, but they don't want to do it because they don't want to give tribes any control. Um, and you know, people just play in politics where politics doesn't need to be and not playing politics in politics. It's. It's just a lot of people doing a lot of things that they don't understand. And just like just like your little meme you posted earlier, the reason why we're here is because history because coaches have been teaching history for all yeah, these years. Civics civics <laughs> civics being taught by football coaches <laughs> for forty years. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why we're here. That <laughs> cracked me up because there is a lot of those classes where we didn't learn shit. We might just watch movies every once in a while. Yep. And so, uh, 
I mean, again, I get why why parents are concerned not to send their kids back there because in public school, all we did in history class was watch movies, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we didn't learn anything, and I want my kids to learn something. So it's like I said, it's a huge issue. It's a huge issue. But one thing that we don't need to do is is take from our already scarce public funds and give them to private funds that have already or private entities that have already shown that they can afford to operate without those public funds. Yeah. They're a for-profit model. Public schools are not. And we need to remember that. Yeah, when you're when you're ordered to pay back like $2 million or something like that, you're not hurting for money. $12 million. Oh, $12 million. Um, $11.2 million, yes. And what are these guys making a year? Oh, they were making $2 million. Their salaries were $2 million. Jesus. So, and and yeah, all that. Um, it's a great day. It's a great day to be ending. It's a beautiful day. And uh, we are so glad that you're spending it right here with us. Don't forget, if you miss any of our past conversations, all you got to do is catch up with those wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to like and subscribe to TalkJive.org. We're indigenous, we're independent, and we're them damn Indians at TalkJive Radio.